Albert A. Wall, the voice of the jungle, broadcasting on the DVC to all points unknown. If you're within the sound of my voice, you're listening to Welcome Home Podcast on the DVC. Hello and welcome home. Thank you for joining us on episode 115 of Welcome Home, a Disney Parks and Vacation Club podcast. I'm Tom. I'm here with Trevor and Damon. How's it going? Pretty good this weekend. How are you guys? Good. We're good. I'm good anyway. I don't want to speak for Damon, but I'm good. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm, I'm just trying to make sure I get everything in a row. This chocolate chip cookie question is kind of... It's kind of throwing you off? Yeah. And then we're going to make more cookies today and then my wife decided to do an apple pie and there was five spice Ooh. involved and i just i don't know how i feel about that so <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll see how it all turns out that's pretty funny i, I feel like this could be like a reality show uh, like just, like damon's just, damon's cooking damon's extravaganza cook-off. yeah damon's yeah. cook off <laughs> I, I feel like we've been doing something um at least every week it sounds it feels like you have been because you've been yeah. talking about it every week so mm-hmm. Yeah, so we'll we'll see how this um all, all turns out. Yeah, and I, you know, and <laughs> <laughs> so Tre- Trevor Trevor got his uh his gift from us, Damon. I, did you see that? He yeah, I, I did. Yeah, I, I wanted to say thanks. You know, I I know when you, when you found that, Tom. You know, I, I like I said before, I I didn't realize it was what I wanted until <laughs> you were, you were like, hey, and then I was like, oh my gosh, why do I not like? Yes, I need this, and it, it's so. For those that don't know, we should probably explain. Yeah, <laughs> well, well, I posted a picture of it on the Facebook group. So it's a lamp from it's one of the old style lamps from the Polynesian. So it's an actual lamp that was in the Polynesian. And I think it's really cool because now we have these two lamps in our bedroom and, and like they're the different designs, but I think that's perfect because, because it, you know, they both fit the Polynesian theme. Um, the one thing that's funny is that I looked on the bottom and they were actually made in Canada. So I feel like it's like a, like a full circle, like, you know, it was down in, in Florida for years and then it's, you know, come back back. to Canada. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So yeah, super happy with it. I, I have to say, though, did it make you feel any less about the newer one? Because I think the older one's so much cooler looking, I hate to say it. It's, like, it, it's a bigger lamp, yeah. And it, it definitely, um, I, I love I love how worn it is, actually. Like, I, the, I guess the, the only thing that, the only problem I have with the newer lamp is, you know, you know, we bought the new lamp and, you know, it looks great and everything, but it still looks very new the other one um it it just i don't know it feels more like something you would find in like hawaii if that makes sense like i like yeah that makes sense yeah it's uh yeah i I like it and and the funny thing too is when when uh, we were getting it um my wife saw the 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 shade on it and it's that square like like 60s style shade it looked very 60s (laughs) yeah and and at first she was like she was like like she started looking for shades and and we 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 went down this whole rabbit hole of you know it turns out lampshades are very expensive and they are super expensive yeah and it's very hard to find exactly what you want Mm -hmm. and so we started looking at but then when we got the lamp we plugged it in turned it on and, and and like put it in the bedroom and my wife and i looked at him and like actually that works like we we both agreed yeah we both agreed that it's like hey this actually looks really good so yeah so thank you guys for that that was uh, that was awesome 
Yeah, we found. Uh, I, I was I was looking for something for Trevor, and I found a whole like eBay like account that was a whole bunch of stuff that was from the rooms of the Polynesian. Like you could get pictures, you could get mirrors, you could get. There was a lot of cool stuff. I thought the mirror was kind of cool, and actually the picture in the room was pretty cool too. There was a lot of neat stuff on that guy's page. Yeah, absolutely. And and I would have maybe considered the mirror. I just don't have anywhere to put it. <laughs> well, and plus shipping that to Canada, who knows if it would make it there yeah. in one piece. Like. Well, I, I mean, that uh, that lamp came in a huge box with tons of packing foam in it. So, <laughs> so the, yeah, the guy packed it really well. <laughs> okay, good. Well, that's yeah. good. I'm glad it got packed well. I had a long journey, so... <laughs> Yeah, so that's good. I'm glad. I'm glad you liked it because I, I I was excited to to see you get it. So and it's I, I don't know. We don't know exactly what year it's from, right? So it's it's that sixty style, but it was probably not from like no you know, when the resort opened. I'm guessing. No, I mean it. Like looking at the cord and stuff. Yeah, it's it's definitely an older lamp, but. Um... Yeah, I mean, I, I would have to do some forensic work on it, but honestly, I don't care at this point because now I have it. <laughs> exactly, exactly, yeah. and it's yeah. cool. So <laughs> exactly, yeah. Okay, cool. All right. Do do we want to get into some listener questions? Yeah, let's let's do it. This one All is right. perplexing, Damon. So right. let's. Who, Damon, do you want to read it, or do you want one of us to read it? To you? I, I'll read it. So, is there a store bought type of chocolate chip cookie Damon recommends? Famous Amos, Mrs. Field, Chips Ahoy, and if it's Chips Ahoy, it's, it's, <clears throat> excuse me. And if it's Chips Ahoy, is he a crunchy or chewy person? I prefer crunchy Chips Ahoy. Um, they all kind of suck. So I, I don't <laughs> think you that... don't like to slum it ever with your cookies. Ah, it's so difficult. So it's... my slumming it cookie though is the chips deluxe rainbow so that is the slum cookie for wait me. is that the one with like the m&ms in it that like yes okay so it's yeah, like the one that has keebler. like the three or four m&ms okay i know what you're talking yeah, it's about from yeah. keebler and, like and it seems like that would be so counterproductive to my chocolateness but it, it's the only cookie that that seems to work i think it's maybe it's the it's the actual cookie part is better than a lot of the other ones. So that that's what I go to. But honestly, I don't like any of them. I'd rather make my own. I don't rare. I rarely do chocolate chip cookies unless I'm making them. I I have to agree with you. You know the fact that my wife bakes a lot. It's really hard to even want to look at cookies in the store when you have somebody at home that just makes really good chocolate cookies. So yeah, I I I, I see where that makes sense. <laughs> Uh, see for me, I I I'm all about the I, I'm all You're about lazy. the uh, chips ahoy chewies. So I I, I, lo- I love a good chewy. I, I could eat a whole sleeve of those and like they're just they they're, they taste so produced. The chewy especially, yeah. It's it's like so like scientifically lab engineered cookie. It's yuck. I can't and especially I, because it's chewy, it makes it even worse. I enjoy a chewy cookie though. So, but you like, know that that chewiness is not coming from. The bait. way that they made it, yeah, no, I know. Yeah, it's coming it's, from some lab. Th- yeah, there, yeah. There's some preservative in there because yes. you can't. <laughs> yeah, let, yeah, let you, me ask, you can't keep it chewy and have it in a bag that long. <laughs> <laughs> let me ask you this though: When you eat the rainbow cookie, Damon, do you do one M M&M and M per bite? Because that's how I always ate them when I was like a kid. I would always like no bite I, off one M M&M and M at a time. <laughs> no, I you, you would eat, like math your cookie to figure out how many. Yeah, there's usually like two or three. It's not. <laughs> it's that like hard, three. But, I feel like usually, right? Yeah. yeah. I eat my chocolate chip cookies in one bite, no matter the size. Well, so I mean, if Gideon's it's too would big be for rough. Your mouth, yeah, Gideon's might be hard to do. <laughs> Gideon's would be tough to do, but like cookies like this, normally a cookie like this would go full in with milk, and then I'd be good to go. 
That's it. So, so you go milk. If it's a hard cookie, you def- usually go milk. Have to go milk. Um, yeah, you can't swallow. I mean, now, thing. yeah, now I'm on oat milk, which is actually, like I said, pretty good. I'll be honest with you; it's been my favorite of the milks. But um, yeah, that's what I would say. I, I normally do. I see. I'm just not picky about my cookies. If a cookie's in front of me, I'm going to eat it. Like if I'll eat a famous Samus, I'll eat a Mrs. Fields, I'll eat a Chips Ahoy. I don't care. I'll eat them. Just give me a chocolate chip cookie. That's all I care about. Uh, you know, and you know, I I used to. I used to be the same way, Tom, but then, like I said, you know, when I, when, when my wife started baking, this was like years ago, you know, when we were, when we were like, I, actually, yeah, even before we were married, she would, she would sometimes bake. And yeah, when she started doing that, it was like, yeah, you, you kind of get to a point where it's like, you look at the ones at the store and you're like, those are okay, but the ones I get at home are better. So <laughs> it's a calorie, it's a calorie thing for me. Like, I don't want to eat calories that don't taste great. Because there's just no point. It's part of the reason, actually, I don't drink either. It's just it's dead calories for nothing. Listen, like, I'll get, eat cookies, but don't get me wrong. Like I prefer a home baked cookie. Like you know, I, I prefer that. I'm just saying, if if one of the other ones is in front of me and available, I, I don't nah, mind eating that I'm, either. So what, what I'm what I'm saying though is that when when the, when the frequency of homemade cookies is high enough, or that you know that you know it'll. Yeah, you're only seven days away from a, a good cookie. Yeah, like, like it's it's like I, I I guess yeah that that's the way that I look at it is it's like you know if if I knew that you know my wife only baked like once a year, I would be like okay you know I need cookies more than once a year, but <laughs> um but yeah because it's like a regular thing that happens and and for my wife it's you know she bakes and she doesn't eat it because she for her just the the activity of baking is yeah. is relaxing. So, so, you know, the, the agreement we have is she makes stuff and then me and my son eat it or I, you know, I take it to work and hand it out to my coworkers who love it and all that. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, like I said, you know, knowing that you kind of have that on demand, like home baked cookie makes the store-bought ones look really lackluster. <laughs> no, that's fair. That's, yeah. I mean, that's fair. All right. All right. Well, uh, I think we we talk about some actual Disney stuff now. (laughs) You know, we only are ten minutes. I mean, we talked about Disney in the beginning because we we talked about the lamp, right? So, but I I feel Chris's next question is uh, yeah interesting. So, uh, all right, I'll read this one. So, uh, Chris says we have a a jumble reservation for May, and still most things are closed, which has us considering a change. Would most amenities besides the pool being unavailable make you you move resorts, or would you want the room in the pool and the rest doesn't matter as much? Hmm. Uh, this this is a hard one. I mean, it, it's like I guess it depends on the resort. Like, like you have to kind of look at if the pool is good enough that you're willing to overlook the other things. I mean, that that's where I would start yeah. personally. But <laughs> it is a good pool over there. I mean, yeah. you do have some stuff open at Kadani, which is just you know a fairly short walk over. Uh, and I, I guess, you know, the, the question is, you know, are you going to order food? Are you going to have all that stuff in your room ahead of time? Or like, cause if you, you know, if you get like a grocery order to your room, I mean, you probably don't need most of the amenities that are there. Right. So except for the pool, which you're going to have, but I, I understand this though too, but you know, if you really need to get to like a gift shop or whatever, it's right there in Kidani, you know, a short walk away or a short little bus ride away. So yeah, that that's true. I, I was thinking of it just, you know, yeah, you know, it's easy enough to get food in the parks. And, you know, if you're not 
I mean, for me, there some trips we hardly spend any time at the pool, so it kind of depends on the trip. But then, yeah, other things like the, you know, if the gift shop is open, if you can get certain things, that I haven't really thought about that because we haven't been there. Actually, no, that's not true because we we stay at Caribbean Beach and like everything was closed and that was actually supremely annoying. I will admit now that yeah. now that I think back on it, um, they you know they had. Like a, they had a gift shop set up in a tent, which was, you know, <laughs> it didn't, it, it didn't feel yeah. great. And again, yeah, it, it definitely made, um, I, I guess when you're getting down to that level where the majority of things are closed, um, yeah, I, I guess, you know, we, for us, we never changed our Caribbean beach booking because that, that was very last minute because of the hurricane and we just kind of rolled with it. But I guess if I had known beforehand what I was getting into, I probably would have actually, we decided on Caribbean beach because, or actually, yeah, I don't think we could find anything else at the time, but, um, we didn't even look at like all stars or anything like that. And that's not to say, you know, I would, you know, give up staying at a DVC resort to go stay at an all stars. But, um, yeah, I, I, I guess, you kind of know where your your family's breaking point is for this stuff. And if, you yeah. know, if, if those kinds of things are of big value to you, like that, you know, having, having all the, you know, having certain amenities just available and not having to like, like you said, Tom, get on a bus or, or whatever to yeah, travel. A little to them. Shuttle they have, yeah. 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 That, you know, that can definitely be the deal breaker, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I get, I probably wouldn't mind it too much, uh, but I could also see it being an inconvenience, an inconvenience depending on how you vacation, right? So, like, the, just like we're saying, it depends on your individual situation. Like, if that's something you feel like you need those amenities, or if that's you know you don't want to go over to Kadani, then then maybe change it. Maybe I mean maybe change it over to Kadani because Kadani's got you know yeah Kadani has all that stuff. I, and I don't know if this is a DVC stay. They didn't actually say, but I'm assuming it is just because the rest of the Jumbo I don't think is open. So um, maybe just move it over to Kadani, and then you have the amenities open over there. Um, but you know, I also get that some people prefer Jumbo anyway, but kadani has got a very nice pool too. I mean, you know, there's a great pool over Kadani and, and there's a lot of nice things over Kadani too. So, I mean, that, that's a thought too. Yeah. And, and you could actually, you know, thinking of it from that way is, you know, you stay at Kadani and if you really want to go over to the pool at Jumbo, you know, just plan to go over there a couple of times. But over. Then, yeah, yeah. But then <laughs> most, but then yeah, most of the time you, you're in Kadani and you have everything else available. Yep, exactly. Yeah. All right, so Jeremy wants to know, Trevor, what's your favorite non-poly WDW DVC resort? It's a good question from Jeremy. Yeah, uh, so I, I noticed he specifically said WDW, so that takes Grand Californian off the list. Um, I mean, you don't have to play by his rules if you don't want to. <laughs> well, uh, I know, but I mean, because that's... Again, that's not in Disney World. So, I mean, that would be my second choice is the Grand Californian. Um, All right. I guess if I was to stay in that same line, I would. No, actually. Caribbean Beach, right? No, 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 <laughs> no. Um, I was about to say Wilderness Lodge, but then I stopped and thought about it for a second. And I actually don't want to stay at Wilderness Lodge all that much. Um, if I was. If I was to look at another resort, um, oh, now you're making me think hard about this. I would say 
if I wasn't to stay at the poly, I would probably boardwalk would be my next choice. Cause actually, yeah, we, we were going to stay at boardwalk and then we changed back to the poly. <laughs> um, <laughs> you just can't help yourself. Trevor. Yeah. You just can't. Yeah. It, it, it was, it was one of those weird discussions where we were like, we already had the, the room booked at the poly. We're like, well, you know, let's try boardwalk. And then we got to the seven month window and then we talked about it and we're like, eh, no, we're just going to stay at poly. <laughs> <laughs> that's great <laughs> yeah. but yeah so so i guess yeah in in that sense you know the the next the, the next one that came up that was actually in the window for discussion was boardwalk so i would say that would be my my favorite non-poly dvc resort <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. yeah all right so bobby has a question if there were a resort you had to get rid of because they plan to open a new park which resort and why so let's let's pretend like they're going to open that park we talked about a couple episodes ago the uh the what what did we call that park the uh, of all the retired the, rides the haunted or no 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 the one that oh. was all the rides that were retired I, i'm trying to remember i feel like damon gave it a name but uh, oh gosh it was the name of the episode. I should probably remember that. <laughs> <laughs> was it a retro park or something? Oh, it was retro yeah. park. Yeah, it was yeah. retro park. Yeah, that was it. That was it. So, so okay. So, so retro we, park is opening. Which resort are we sacrificing to do it? Poly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, geez. It's not even enough space for a new park. <laughs> they squeeze it in there, Polly. Oh, man. <laughs> Why do you hate Polly so much? Because I have he no knows reason I like- to ever go back there. I was at the, like I said, I was there during the worst Polly incident ever. Yeah. Why would I ever want to go back? That's true. I could lose that park. I mean, I could lose that part for a park. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, it's also would be easy to get to. Yeah. It's close yeah. to the other parks. Mm. Right? I mean, maybe you'd have to go and dig out some of the lagoon to make the park fit, but that's okay, too. I feel like you're just doing that just because you know how much I like the poly. No, it, it, it really isn't. Like I said, I just wouldn't stay at the poly again because of what happened when I stayed there. There's just no, I have no interest in going back. Um, there's just, like I said, there's other places that I like just as well. And I also think the poly's a little overpriced too, like point wise. Mm-hmm. So I just, there, there's no real benefit for me at the poly when I like other things better. I don't think I'd get rid of anything cheap point wise. Um, I mean, but to make the most sense because of the size would probably be Saratoga. Yeah. Let's, well, you know, it's interesting you, cause I, I was going to say Saratoga or old key, but then I also was thinking of, well, you know, because they have so many rooms there, it, it, there's always a room available there, you know? So it, you're, you're hosing it, yourself. Yeah. Yeah. You're taking You're taking a lot of uh, space out of the system, a lot of points out of the system basically, and, and making people stay elsewhere. Right. So yeah. I mean, although, that, yeah, yeah, that's it's tough. I mean, so again, if we're we're talking about some sort of collapsed multiverse where size does not matter, yeah, then it would probably be Bay Lake or Polly. I mean, for me, he also Bobby also says resort doesn't say DVC resort, so we could eliminate oh Caribbean. No, then that's out. <laughs> all star. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they just get rid of all the all stars. <laughs> all the all stars are gone. Caribbean Beach, I think, would be pretty high. Because <laughs> I I know I know people like it, but oh I don't like uh, it. At all. I don't it's, know anybody that likes Caribbean it, Beach. Caribbean it, it was so much walking. Oh my gosh, yeah. it was so much walking. I didn't like when you get back to your hotel and you have to like be on a bus for like thirty minutes just to get to your area of the resort, and then you have to walk for like another ten minutes to get to your room. It's yeah, yeah. I think the big knock is too the no elevator situation. 
Yeah, the, those stairs, like the first day, it was like, oh, cool, you know, we're on the second floor or whatever. And by about the fifth day, it was like, oh, gosh, you're making me climb these stairs again. Why are you doing yeah. this? Yep. Yeah, that, that's that's definitely a knock on it. But at the same time, they do have a Skyliner station. So. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It just doesn't matter. Doesn't make up for it. <laughs> it's, no. it's, it's a little too little too late. Exactly. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't think I've ever heard anybody that's like, I love Caribbean Beach. It's the only place I'm staying. Like... You know, that's my favorite place. Like, well, nobody names that one. I mean, my whole theory is either you stay high, you stay low, you never stay middle, because it's just not cost-effective. I get that. I Like I've said this many times, I've always wanted to stay in one of the Port Orleans. That's the only time. I mean, that's the only time I've wanted to stay moderate. And also, the, the new uh, the new Grand Destino Tower looks pretty nice, too. So, I which I would stay there. I was That's at, what, Coronado, right? Yeah. So, yeah. So, that, I would stay there. Yeah, so so it's not you know not all moderates are are bad. It's just you know Caribbean Beach just it has a lot taking away from it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A friend of mine is staying at, at Coronado in November, which I, I I actually might be joining them for a couple of days. But uh, I asked where they were staying, and they said Coronado. I'm like, oh, slumming it. Unless you're staying in Grand Destino. I was joking, of course. <laughs> <laughs> but if they're staying in the Grand Destino Tower, then it's, you know, it's, that's nice. I've heard. So, um, but I was joking with them anyway. Like, I don't look down on anybody for staying in All-Stars and Moderates. I stayed at All-Stars before we bought DVC. So, and I was fine with it then. But yeah, I, I think if, if this, if we're going non-DVC resorts with this, I think you the, the those All-Star resorts take up a ton of space, right? So you can make a pretty large park by flattening all those things. So anyway, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't right, give them any ideas. Cause what's that? Don't give them any ideas. Cause yeah, it, I taking away the all stars would actually be a bad thing, but that's, I agree that's with a you. whole large, larger discussion. Yeah. <laughs> no, I agree with you. Cause it, I think it's good to have like an affordable option to stay on property and I, you know, a, a lower cost option. I, you know, I, I think it would be bad to get rid of them all, but for in this situation, no, you have to put the loud people somewhere. <laughs> what? <laughs> All right. <laughs> what does that even mean? What do you mean the loud people? That's exactly the, what I said. The, the people that are loud and you, stay up all night and Oh yeah. Do you, do you not do you not have those people that, you know, you you're it's like, you know, 11:30, you're in bed oh, yeah, yeah. and they're when, and they're like stomping in the hallway yeah, and yeah. When you go a motel style versus a hotel style, there's just more noise. In general. Yeah. Even at the Caribbean, because there's more outsideness, right? There's People. more walls to the outside. <laughs> yeah, when you have the outside entry instead of the inside entry, right? Correct. Like that's so, that's yeah. a huge difference. Yeah. And for me, that's a big deal. So I'd rather th- those those sort of places can go for me. And and people this. don't realize that that you know, they use their outside voices all the time. Well, they're outside. Yeah, I mean that's the whole thing. But, I think that's you, the difference. About it. But you they're can outside. you can talk with your inside voice when you know when you're next to a building. Like you do, like I don't go next to my neighbors and like start yelling <laughs> like right outside their bedroom window. Yeah, I think it's more of just like I said, the way that it's set up just lends itself to more noise. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're you're right. Sorry, Trevor. What were you say? No, I was just agreeing. Okay. <laughs> All right. Who wants to read Dan's question? All right, I'll what, do it. What if we just didn't read any of Dan's questions anymore ever again? Whoa. Whoa, what's with the anti-Dan? <laughs> <laughs> Poor Dan. This is I, I, more but like he didn't come through with, with another really 
Oh, he did. It, I, I'm just I, I, listen. He he's been slacking a little bit. I think he knows he has been. <laughs> you know, there's the something on the menu you're a sucker for is just it's not up to Dan standards, and it's, I'm just standards, standards, standards. Yeah. Yes, it's not up to Dan standards. <laughs> I mean, this is a good question though. Disney's been expanding. Previously posted park hours. The more hotels opening in the upcoming months. What do you think park hours will look like this summer? And then headed towards October first. I mean, here's the thing. Like I. You see these park hours get posted. Disney changes these all the time. They have like a base, you know, kind of set for these things. And then as they see what kind of, you know, what kind of crowds they expect to come, then they adjust the park hours accordingly. I mean, just yesterday I saw that people, the parks were busy yesterday. Uh, in fact, I think they were all at capacity yesterday. Yep. Which, again, you know, yeah. that's not full capacity. That's no, still the... 30%, I think, 30, is what they said. 30 or 35%, right? yeah. Yeah, and so they were at capacity yesterday, and I saw that they extended park hours by a half hour that day at, at Magic Kingdom. Like, they just sent out an alert to everybody, you know, half hour later today. And, I, I mean, I remember one time I went to Magic Kingdom, and when we showed up that day, they had, like, a foldable sign out that said Magic Kingdom will be closing at midnight tonight, and it was supposed to close at 11. You know, when we got up that day, it was closing at 11. They changed it to 12. So, like, it, you know, these things change. And, and, and to, you know, to Dan's point, uh, I think Disney's also assuming that the they're going to be able to up their capacity, you know, as the, the months come up. Because I doubt they're going to up the hotels uh, and, and then not do anything with capacity, you know. Uh, so I would think that that's also going to come with longer park hours, too. That's just my guess. I don't really know, though. Yeah, and, and I mean, it, I, th- this again is part of that bigger equation of like it, it does play into the whole vaccine rollout and everything. Is as as things return more back to normal, you will see that shift. And the the challenging thing is that there there is this pent up um, desire for people to go on vacation, right? You know, there, there's people that are just itching to you know get on a plane and go somewhere, and I think. Um, I think what you're going to see over the next couple of months, like like the fact that they hit capacity over this weekend, you're going to see the same thing happen multiple times going into the summer. Because every time that, you know, getting towards spring break, um, any, you know, long weekends, stuff like that, people are going to be taking their opportunities because, you know, like I said, that they, they want to they want to take these trips, you know, people have like, even for us, you know, we, we've been postponing trips for over a year now. Um, so we, uh, you, you know, when, when the time comes, you're just going to have a lot more people there. And I think, I think this is what, what's going to be the biggest problem is that you, you know, for the longest time, you've heard a lot of people saying, Hey, you know, it's, it's great here right now. You know, the, the, the wait times aren't as bad as they look, you know, there's really not a lot of people, um, as things get closer and closer back to normal, um, you're going to hear the opposite. It's going to turn into, you know, oh my gosh, why, why is it so busy at Disney? You know, it's, you know, it's crazy how busy it is. And yet, you know, they still haven't opened everything up all the way because they're going to be pushing those, that capacity more and more regularly. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. So I, it's going to take fort- time to, to yeah. kind of transition into that. Right. It's yeah. going to be some pain in the, in between. Yeah. But- I, I really believe the reality is, is that you're going to hear a lot more unhappy people and a lot more it's crowded for, you know, going into the summer and then also leading up to October 1st, because that is the start of the 50th. Yep. Um, I mean, there's already people that, you know, they, they've already booked up 
all the the Magic Kingdom days on October 1st. Yep. Or all the ones that were available. That's not, you know, they can, you know, as they expand capacity, you'll probably see blocks of, you know, you can book more days on October 1st as we get further down. Yep. But um yeah, I I I think yeah, that that lead up to the 50th is it's just going to be really busy is what I think. And um honestly, that's part of the reason why like even for us, we've We've been weighing the options and not just the park capacity, but also, you know, for how long it's taking for vaccinations up here, because in Canada, you know, we're not moving as fast as the States for vaccinations. Um, the, uh, we're actually already thinking about postponing our trip again because of all this. So, yeah. so, you know, to, to answer your question, Dan, I, I think it's going to be rough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah. We'll, we'll we'll really have to see, you know, kind of how things shake out. But you know, the the nice thing is they can adjust these things quickly, and they will will adjust them based on you know the crowds and and the expected amount of people that are going to show up, and you know that kind of stuff. So yeah, I, it, they, they they adjust pretty well to these things. They know how to handle handle crowds and handle uh, capacity and all that stuff. So yeah, it's just it, it's more people having to reset their own expectations, I think, is that, yeah. you know, not expecting to walk in there and find that, you know, it's easy to get around is that, yeah, you know, it, you know, Disney will adjust hours, but it's not going to take away from the fact that you're still going to be dealing with larger and larger crowds as time goes on. Yep. Yep. All right. All right. Uh, we, we got, we got a, we got an email question. So I, I, I put this one in here. This is from Ashley. And this is, uh, you know, Ashley also said, uh, you know, love the podcast. I didn't leave, put that part in, but she said, love the podcast. She said, so I'm looking to, into buying DVC resale. I've heard Hilton Head isn't uh, the best one to buy because of the high dues per point. Uh, I would like, really like to take a vacation at this resort yearly, uh, every August, realistically. My parents have taken us to Ocean City, Maryland yearly since I was born. Now they rent a condo I know isn't cheap, so if I could use DVC points to give them a yearly vacation, I'd like to do that. I usually do one or two Disney trips a year as well. Uh, in May, just my daughter and I for four nights, typically, and then usually in February for two-nighter. So, what's that, six nights a year, it kind of looks like she's mm -hmm. looking at Disney, right? Yeah. Um, so for these two trips, we usually don't mind where we stay, especially, uh, we are typically a value resort family and we were just kind of talking about that. That's, you know, how, how we were, uh, would you recommend buying into Hilton head for the, for these reasons, or is it better to buy into a different resort? Um, thanks. For, there's so much information out there. I'm unsure. Here's the thing. If you're going to stay at Hilton head, I don't, I mean, I would buy at Hilton head. It's not the easiest resort to book. Uh, and so it would probably be helpful to own there if you, if that's a place you want to stay, uh, to have that 11, uh, 11 month, uh, home resort preference. So that's, that's kind of what I would say is if you're going to stay at Hilton head, I, I think that's one of those places kind of like, uh, grand Californian is where you should buy there if you're going to want to stay there, because that's, uh, they book up quick and it's, it, it's, it's can be tough to book at seven months at Hilton head. So it I think it's going to depend on when you're talking about. That's right? true. She, too, yeah. yeah. Because I don't think I would do that. I don't think I'd buy at Hilton Head personally. Um, I would say that I'd buy somewhere at Disney as long as, as I wasn't looking for, you know, the 4th of July or, yeah. you know, one of those holidays. I think I probably wouldn't worry about it so much. If you are looking to go during that time frame, though, you know, where there's a holiday involved, then, then I would say yes. But outside of that, I think I would still stay at 
Disney World proper and does use points to go to Hilton Head. I mean, that's just me. And, and the other thing is, too, I guess if there's a lot more flexibility, because it looks like and I don't necessarily know the ages of everyone here. So, you know, she's saying her parents have taken us so I could use them to give them a, a yearly vacation. You know, if you're not tied down to, you know, and I'm going to make the assumption that maybe her parents are retired, maybe they're not. But if you have a little bit more flexibility in your scheduling, then I just don't see the need for it. But if you're on some sort of strict schedule, like Tom has a little bit of a different situation because his wife's a teacher. Yep. But if not, then I don't necessarily think I would. I mean, because you're buying in at resale at Hilton Head. When's the end date for Hilton Head? Uh, that's a good question. I mean, it's 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 probably I don't know how many years are left on that contract off the top of my head, but I can find out real quick. Yeah, I mean, I just I think with the years left on the contract, you know, there's a little bit more information that would always be helpful for us, right? I mean, again, depending on if her parents are retired or you know what her flexibility is in terms of vacationing, is she actually going with her parents or just sending her parents? I couldn't really figure that out either. Um, if she's I, going, then it right it has to get into her flexibility as well, but. I don't know. With the end date, I think I would buy something with a longer out end date and then just take my, you know, take my shots at Hilton Head. Hilton Head is 2042. So that's what, 21 years? Yeah. I mean, it sounds like a long time, but it's not. It's not. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't know if I would do that, especially, you know, on top of the fact that it does have the the high dues per point. I think I might buy something a little bit newer and um, just kind of, you know, stay there with my points when I could. Now, I guess would would either of you consider buying two smaller contracts, having one at a Disney at a WDW resort, and then having points at Hilton Head? Yeah, I was just going to say that maybe do a small a small Hilton Head contract, and then do a larger contract at a at a at a Disney World resort. Yeah, it's not a bad option either. But but you know, to Damon's point, if you're not going to go during the summertime in Hilton Head, I mean, because the whole summer is kind of difficult. You can get you can get it outside of summertime, well, but yeah. So let me explain a little bit more about Hilton Head as well. So Hilton Head starts to kind of shut down in the end of July because a lot of kids from the south are going back to school in August. So you maybe you have the first week of August. I mean, I, I've been to Hilton Head every single time of the year, right? And again, while not at Disney, I've been at Hilton Head and I understand what kind of happens there. So when you get into later August, things are different. You know, it depends what sort of Hilton Head experience you're looking for on top of that. So she says that she's she was specifically targeting August for her for a yearly visit. Yeah, I, I guess it's going to depend on August, right? So again, while August seems like, oh, you've narrowed it down. You really haven't because the end of August is totally different from the beginning of August. Like, right. hugely, vastly different in terms of people there. It, it, so, it's it's closer to, like, September in WDW, right? Where, where Yeah, because, again, in the South here, you have most of the people going back to school, like, sometimes before the 14th of August. So I think that's where, like I said, it depends. You know, the beginning of August is way different than the end of August. If you're talking about the end of August, I don't think you'll have a problem because I can only imagine that DVC fluctuates kind of similar to how Hilton Head itself fluctuates. Plus, I'll be honest with you, Hilton Head is not as fun in general at the end of August because they've kind of, everyone has kind of, you know, the restaurants, all the places have kind of entered into this like, Okay, the season's yeah, over. Off time, yeah, yeah, off yep. yeah. It really is a little different. 
you know, the well, because it's a resort town. I mean, it's a resort, you know, city. I mean, that's it's all it about is. it's all about tourism. That's it, and it's got yeah. seasons. So, <laughs> yeah. so yeah, I, I would say that that that's the case. I mean, and it is it is not like Ocean City, Maryland. Being to <laughs> having been to both of them, I don't know. The other thing is, is that has she been to Hilton Head? Oh, yeah, I, she didn't say in here. So yeah, yeah. Ashley, we would love a follow up to discuss this further. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think there's some options there. I mean, you could get a small contract at, at Hilton Head if you wanted to, but I mean, it might make more sense for you to just do a regular contract at Disney World at one of the resorts there and then use your points at Hilton Head uh, whenever you want to stay there. It just might be more challenging to get a reservation, you know, seven months out than 11 months out. But I mean, you could probably get something if you, you know, if you plan ahead. So, uh, you know. Yeah, I mean, the other things too, right? The other thing we don't know is how big is, again, if she's staying with them, how big is her family? Or if it's just her parents gone, right? Then, what size room are they going to get? Yeah. Right? yeah, that's going to make a huge difference as huge well. Difference. So, yep. Yeah, because, I mean, if you're going for, like, a one-bedroom, you know, the one-bedroom is going to be much easier to get than a, than a studio is. So, yeah, they, that's definitely a big difference as well. So, we kind of gave you an answer, actually. But yeah, like, <laughs> I, I, without knowing anything, I would still buy a Walt Disney World, personally. Yeah. Yeah. And I love Hilton Head, so I, I I would agree there because it yeah buying Hilton Head I I feel it just like you like you said there, there's far too many limiting factors on it you know the age the you know you, you're limited to seventh month at all the Disney World resorts and then again you know like you said Hilton Head really has its own seasons as well so it's like you know further to your point it's not like you would even use Hilton Head all year round, right? No, and and the thing about Hilton Head is is so so here's the other thing. The beach for the Hilton Head resort, right? Tom, you've been there, right? Yeah. It's I've, under I've a been, tunnel, right? If I remember. Yeah, it is, yeah. So it's and it's not a little like you're far, right you gotta take a bus beach. to get there too. Or or you can you can ride a bike or walk. You can ride a bike, too, but, but it's you, a little far. You're you're not on the beach and, and I'm gonna be honest with you. I would rather stay somewhere in Hilton Head at a house than DVC if that's the sort of vacation I was doing and it would be way more cost effective. So I had a buddy of mine, it wasn't last year, but the year before. So it's, you know, him, his wife and two kids, they stayed in Sea Pines condo with a pool, tennis courts, you know, bike rental, the whole shebang. I want to say they were there for a week for 1250. Right. And it was in a nice Sea Pines is, is my favorite place to yeah, be, right. If I'm nice. going to be yeah. in, in Hilton Head. And I think to myself, twelve fifty for the week. Yeah, you're just. I, I think that if I was going to do a Hilton Head, that would be something I'd probably do over DVC. I just, I don't know how cost effective DVC is at Hilton Head. As far as like how many points per night it is and all that. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. and then over the course of like you know multiple years, and then your dues Compared, and things like yeah, that. Yeah, I, I just yeah. don't know how cost effective that is. I'm sure someone else knows the answer to that, but I can tell you that I'd rather be in Sea Pines, especially because of where it is. Like the Disney Resort kind of sits in the middle of like limbo, to be honest with you. Yeah, and um, the and the the beach site I believe is in Palmetto Dunes. I want to say, which is right yep. across the street, but it's it's still a little bit of a haul to get there. Yeah. But, I, and I love Hilton Head. I just think that I would probably do Disney World and just go to Hilton Head. I mean, if you feel like you want that DVC experience, take a night. You know, do a night. Because yeah. the thing that's interesting about Hilton Head is you have this, you know, Saturday to Saturday is usually how they book. You know, this is at most beach places as well. But, you know, sometimes you're kind of like, oh, well, 
maybe I would do a night DVC on, on to bookend one of those, you know, something like that, because you can't get in Saturday until four o'clock anyway. So a Friday night arrival and DVCing it for a day is not bad to kind of get that feel of Disney if you wanted to try it out. But yeah, maybe, maybe even rent there, maybe do a DVC rental. And just just try it out sure. to make sure. Try That's kind of fun. That it doesn't that lead into something. I you know it was going to be a great transition, but we still have to answer Dan's question. So. No, we <laughs> no, we don't. We, we're going to go right into the ad, I think, because the transition's too good. All right, yeah, okay, that's fine. I can do. I can go ahead and do the ad. <laughs> Speaking of renting DVC. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so uh, our, our sponsor this week is DVC Rental Store. Uh, the DVC Rental Store, a world of DVC company, offers magical vacations at incredible value. Stay up to 60% off retail rates at premium Disney resorts. Like Hilton Head, you can stay up to 60% off at Hilton Head by renting some points there. So DVC Rental Store now includes deposits as low as 25% at the time of booking and a built-in cancellation policy for every reservation. And as always, DVC Rental Store pays out the most to members looking to rent their points. Want to learn more? Go to DVCRentalStore.com or call 1-855-DVC-RENT. That's 1-855-382-7368. So, yeah, I would say, you know, it's funny. I I keep on saying that I would do some sort of Hilton Head. I I should almost do a write-up about Hilton Head. Yeah. Yeah, you get to, I mean, just so as a place, I, or the you know, talk. I mean, you haven't stayed at the resort, right? I've been to the resort. Oh, you, oh yeah, but you haven't stayed there. You just kind of no, you, you went in. I, I, yeah, I got the. I got actually a very nice tour of the resort. They do so. very nice tours there. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I. You know, it's interesting. All right, so I'm gonna. I'll read Dan's question. So, <sighs> what's something on the menu that you're just a sucker for and can't pass on? Mine is fried cal- calamari. I'm just I'm disappointed in the question, and there's nothing really that I'm a sucker for. <laughs> below his normal standards, <laughs> it is definitely below his normal standards. Well, I'll at least answer this: is that I always end up going for some sort of buffalo chicken. I like I, I like something okay. spicy, and I always gravitate towards that on a menu. Mm. I'm going to say chicken parm. I have a hard time turning down chicken parm ever. There's just such. There's some bad chicken parm out there, though. There is, but, you know, it's, if I see it on a menu, I kind of want it. Th- that's know? the problem with chicken parm is, like, it, there's some bad stuff out there. And again, being, right, in New Jersey, Tom, I'm sure you've had some really good chicken parm, so it's Absolutely. very difficult. <laughs> my my wife I, knows, though, like, if we go to a restaurant and chicken parm's on the menu, like, nine times out of ten, I'm ordering chicken parm. You know? I, I, have, I have a funny Hilton Head story. Um, <laughs> what, you just, you just thought of a Hilton Head? You're not even going to answer this question? No, because I don't have anything that I'm a sucker for, so it doesn't really matter. It just depends. It depends on what's there at the menu. Good to talk um, about Yes, I have a hill in that story, and I would never tell this story if the person that's in this story would ever listen to this. So I'm just going to go ahead and tell it anyway, because I know they'll never listen to it. Um, so I have a, a, a very good friend that's a doctor, um, and, and I'm notorious in general for if people offer to pay for things more than once, that then you're in, you're beat, right? Like, don't go out to dinner with me. And I don't, t- you know, Tom, did you even pay for dinner when when I went, when we went out to Charlotte? I don't remember. I, I honestly don't remember what we did. But, but if Tom <laughs> had offered, ago. yeah, if Tom had offered twice to pay for dinner, then he's paying. I, I don't get into this back and forth with dinner paying. You offer twice, you know, hey, you know, I'm going to pay for dinner. Tom, you sure? You know, you know, I, I got it. Don't worry about it. No, no, no. I'm really going to pay. Okay, I'm done. I walk away, right? You're paying. Okay. So this this is relevant to the story because I'm notoriously known for this. Um, even during poker games at this person's house, 
you know, he'd always be like, oh, you bringing food? And I'd be like, nah, you know, you're lucky I'm coming, right? Like, I'm not bringing food. So anyway, we're in Hilton Head and we're eating at a restaurant that I didn't really want to do. As everyone probably knows at this point, I am very easy when it comes to vacations, which is totally like not the way I am in real life. But I let most other people dictate what we do in vacations. So he wanted to go to a place I didn't want to go to because I have a list of like five places, restaurants that I just love at Hilton Head, like love, love, and always like to go there. But he wanted to go somewhere. So I said, okay, fine. It was not an Italian restaurant. He's also from New Jersey, also very Italian, but he's a doctor as well. This all factors in at this point. So we go to this place and <laughs> it's just a, it's a weird vacation because he is extremely wealthy and we're, 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 it's just a weird vacation. I'd never vacationed with him before. So, and he's at Hilton Head, which is kind of like my place, right? Even though he goes there often because he was a doctor for one of the sports teams. So someone lets him borrow their house in Hilton Head. So anyway, we're at this restaurant and he orders Italian meatballs. And it's like a Caribbean restaurant. It's not even a Caribbean. It's like an islandy sort of restaurant. Yikes. So I say to him, you ordered Italian meatballs. I go, that could be the stupidest order I've ever seen at a restaurant in my whole entire life. I go, you're from New Jersey. You ordered Italian meatballs. We're at a place that's an island place on Hilton Head, known for their islandy sort of food. And you order Italian meatballs. Now, this fellow is never known to be wrong, ever. So he proceeds to get these meatballs. Now, the problem is, is I don't actually eat beef. So I can't even like call him on him. So he, he gets these meatballs and I go, so yeah, how are those Italian meatballs that you ordered at the Island place in Hilton Head? And he says to me, he goes, they're the best meatballs I've ever had in my life. <laughs> and I go, that is absolutely not true. I go, there's no way that they're the best meatballs you have, have ever had in your life. He's, he's been to Italy. He's, you know, again, you know, from New Jersey, Italian. There's no way you're absolutely lying out of your teeth. So <laughs> He then proceeds to get obviously upset, right? But I'm still digging him because that's what I do, right, at the end of the day. So I'll keep on digging him, digging him. So now the bill comes. Now, this is where it gets really interesting. I usually pay in cash previously to this whole COVID thing, right? I always pay in cash because I just like having the ability to know what I have left for vacation. I do it at Disney as well. Like, I bring a bunch of cash, and when that runs out, then I have no more money. I don't usually put things on credit card. Now, that's going to be a problem now with the way things work at Disney, I, you know, obviously, but that's how I would normally do it. So I go, I put down my money, and it must have, like, our portion of it, right, was 100 and something probably, right? There's five of us, so yeah, figure 100 and something. So I put down, it must not have been, it must have been under 100, but, like, with a tip, it was around 100. Because oh, my daughter probably had, like, you know, chicken nuggets or something. And maybe the boys didn't have a lot. So, anyway, I put down 100. And then he proceeds to put down nothing. And said, no, he put down the 100. And I was like, you're out of your mind. I put down this 100. Like, trust me, it was in my wallet. Like, I only had 100 with me because I brought 100 and, you know, some 20s and stuff like that. And I put down this 100. We proceed to have this huge blowout argument. And there's absolutely no way he put down the 100. He was mad about the meatballs. That's all it was because he's that sort of person. He's mad about these meatballs and the fact that I called him in front of everyone. We had a huge party there. There was like 20 of us that I called him on these meatballs. So he tried to embarrass me with this 100. And the fact that I only had like 160 
like I was kind of beat because I had no more money. There's no way this wasn't my hundred. Trust me. My We went through this whole thing. But never to be outdone, I kind of just filed that away. Like, okay, I got you. So now we go to another place that I didn't want to go to. Um, and it is a very good friend of mine. So like, I find it funny now at this point. So we go to another place and he orders, I don't know, it was like a, a like, um, a pub sort of place. And again, I'm thinking to myself, why are we at a pub place when we're in Hilton Head, right? It makes no sense yeah. again. Yeah. All right. So he orders a, a, a Wagyu burger. Okay. Now, again, I already see what's, what's forming here. And I'm at, like, at a pub, at a pub. It, so it, even had that. <laughs> it, it's all right. So so that again, you guys, Trevor, you've never been to Hilton Head. It's like it's like a poor person's Hamptons, if that makes more sense to you. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So right. So yeah. So Wagyu burger at a pub place is, is not out of the ordinary. All right. So he orders this Wagyu burger, and it comes, and he just doesn't like the, for whatever reason, like he doesn't like the cook on it. Now now I immediately dive in and just start like. Are you really sending that back? You sure you know what you ordered? Like the guy had explained to you what the cook was going to be like when you ordered medium rare. And it looks like that's the exact cook that you got. But no, he's mad about it. Right. So, (laughs) um, and it's raining at this point. Just again, this is even funnier. The story. So, you know, he comes back, you know, the guy comes, the chef comes out and explains to him, Hey, like, this is kind of like what you ordered, but you know, if you want it, I cook it more for you. So he gets it back, and he gets it back, he gets it cooked back. Okay. I'm already digging in on him, right? It's like, dude, do you really know, like, what medium rare is? Are you sure? Like, do you maybe need help with that? Like, you know, because, again, I'm mad about this $100 incident. So we go back, and he gets the burger, and it's definitely, like, medium well. But that seems to be what he, you know, was going to get, because when you send something back, right, you're not going to get medium at that point. You're going to get medium well. Yeah, you're going to cook it a little bit more, yeah. Yeah. And now he's kind of mad at that. Okay. But says he's not going to send it back again. Cause I go, dude, if you send this back again, like you're that guy, don't be that guy. Like I don't, we need them spitting on my dessert, right? Like, don't, don't be that dude. Proceeds to put ketchup on it. I lose my mind at this point. <laughs> oh, no. I absolutely lose my mind. I go, you just ordered a $32 Wagyu burger that you've sent back and you just put ketchup on it. What are you doing? Right. And I just, I go all in cause I'm still mad about this hundred dollars. Go all in on it. Now it's raining out. Now he's thoroughly embarrassed, but you know, he tried to get me about this hundred dollars. So now I'm kind of like, all right, well, and it's pouring rain out and he's so mad that he sends his wife out to get the car because he's just mad in general now. It's just, it, that's my Hilton Head story. It's just, it's very funny. It's very funny. But, that's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> So, no, I don't have anything that's on the menu that's a sucker for. <laughs> long story short, no, I don't. Long have story long. There yeah, you go. Yeah, exactly. the, the thing that I've learned from this is, you know, I'm just going to pay for my own meal and you're good, Damon. <laughs> <Yep>. And <laughs> yeah. you ask twice, it's, it's we're out of bounds after twice. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know what, though? That's, that's, that's probably good, though, because I've been in many situations where it goes back and forth. It's like, no, I'm going to pay. No, I'm going to pay. No, I'm going to pay. No. It's, Anyone you know, comes because... to dinner with me, it's twice. That's it. So, yeah, a- so. or, or anything for that matter. Anything, even if it's not food, twice and, and we're done. Yeah. So yeah. I've, I've got a bit of a reverse on this. So just since we're sharing, when I was in uh, um, uh, in January 2019, I met up with some friends in Disney World. There was about uh, eight of us, and we decided to have dipper, uh, uh, <laughs> dinner at Skipper Canteen because uh, I can't say those words together easily. 
And, um, I, so as we were eating, I just decided like I, I had the money and I was like, you know what? I'm not, I'm probably not going to see these guys in person for a long time after this. So I paid for the entire table's meal. But, um, what I did was I went the other way where I actually went and I found, like, I said I was going to the washroom and I found the server and I told him just to take everybody's bill and put it on mine. And then when the bill came to the table, you know, he just gave me the slip and I was like, okay. And I paid it. And then everyone was kind of looking like, wait, what? Like, wh- where's our bill? And then I, I was just, you know, casually like, no, we're good. It's, it's fine. It's fine. And then they, they all clued in. And then it was about 10 minutes of, no, we'll, you know, we'll give you money. It's fine. You know, and, and I had to keep like, it, it was the same thing, but I was on the other side where I was like, no, you're fine. Just. But the bill's already paid. There's yeah. nothing they can do. Well, so. but, but they were, they were trying to like, you know, say like, oh no, well, you know, here, I'll give you money and whatever. Like, like they wanted to pay me back right then. And I'm like, no, it's a gift. Like you're done. Right? I, I always, <laughs> I always find that just as uncomfortable from the other end. Cause there's many times where I pay for everybody. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's, it's even more uncomfortable to keep hearing that. Like, that's why I feel like on the other end, it's the, the twice and done. Oh, thank you very much. I really appreciate that. And then I'm done. I don't yeah, know. I, just... I, I guess that's the bigger thing is, you know, it's stop like either way, you know, don't argue about the bill forever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Two yeah. times, man, either way. Yeah. And then just a, a heartfelt thank you. And uh, then that's, that's good. I feel like. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Well, that, that's that was, been uh, that was a long I, I route. I don't have any good stories for you guys on this. So, <laughs> no Italian meatball stories in Hilton Head. I no, no, no Italian again. Like and the yeah. only reason I would tell that story, knowing that he would never listen, would so. never listen. So yeah, no, that, that's okay. <laughs> that's funny. All right. Well, we've got some Disney topics to cover, and it's almost an hour already. So. <laughs> Well, I mean, we we can get through these pretty quick, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So I don't think this story means anything. I I do find the reaction to it funny though, because I know Damon, you were freaking out about this, but I, I... Whoa, 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 freaking <laughs> out. <laughs> I don't know if I was freaking out, I, I'm a little disappointed if it continues. Yeah. Okay. So uh, basically, the article is that the Disney Park. Uh, pass the Disney Park Pass theme park reservation system has been extended through January 2023. I personally just think this is them keeping their options open. Like I don't think that I don't think you know. And this is what I would say: I don't think you keep your options open with a January 2023 date. I think you keep your options open with a January 2022 date. The fact that they put it so far out from jump, yeah, mm, I don't know. Now look, I'm going to go on record though and say. While it is a little disappointing, I don't think it's a bad idea. I think it makes total fiscal sense yeah. for them as a company. And I get that. There's just something that it's like, ah, oh, I want to go to Epcot and eat food. But, you know, the more I actually thought about this a little bit, I mean, I want to go somewhere and eat food. It's Disney Springs now anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I do listen. I love the food at Epcot. But again, I can always go to Disney Springs no matter when I want, which again, leads me into this super interesting thought process of, you know, this has to be fiscal because if it's about people, you would have some sort of Disney Springs situation as well, which you don't. Well, I I think Disney Springs is a little different though, because they, I I mean, I've, from what I've seen, they've been keeping like the parking garages at a capacity. So, and you're not paying money to get into Springs. So if you get turned yeah. away i guess it's just a want-want just rather than away. A, yeah. a money thing <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 
So I, because I, you know, they instituted this obviously to, so they didn't have the situation that they have at Universal where it's like, if you you could show up and they're just like, hey, we're at capacity. See you later. Get out of here. Right. So and that's then, how Harry Potter used to be though. Yeah. So you would roll up to <laughs> Harry Potter and they'd just be like, no, and you might not get in all day. Yeah. And like, that's kind of not the best experience. At least I want to know ahead of time that I can't get in. Right. So like, yeah, I yeah. just, like I said, I think with the extension of the date so far out, this is something that. We may see until 2023, but Possible, I, I, yeah. again, the more I thought about it, the, the less I was, um, again, it was more of a food thing. Yeah, sure. So it just, it was nice to be able to say, Hey, I want to run over to Epcot at night or, Hey, I want to run over somewhere. And, and that is not a possibility with this. Well, no, you can, you can still park hop. I mean, they got the park hop now. You can't park hop if it's full. No, well, that's true. You can't do it yeah. if it's full. It, right? it, yeah. There's a risk, right? Yeah. Sure. If it's full, you can. But and I, I and I haven't experienced this myself, but I have seen a lot of people post on Facebook that they've been able to change their park passes like the morning of to a different mm-hmm. park. So like the spontaneity can still be there because I, I do think that they uh, just based on things I've but, seen, they seem to like have blocks of reservations that they release at different times. So like, you know, for February, they'll have a block that they, you know, start off with. And when that block fills up, they might wait a little bit and then release another block. And so I'm guessing that they have, they have it set up that way. Uh, and that they maybe have some room for you to change same day if you need to, you know, uh, that's yeah, based but think on what about I've it like seen, this. So. If you're in a party, can you change everybody? I would like think if- so. Yeah. If you're in with other people, like I said, we we tag ours with somebody else. So, yeah. so you're saying if you had like ten people in your party, but there was only eight spots left, are they going to deny you? I, I, yeah. I don't know. You know, I, I, I don't, don't know, know. If, which, if they go more generous with that or less generous. You know, well, yeah. or um, or if you have two families that you know you're both managing your own bookings, and one gets in and the other one doesn't, you know, that gets awkward, right? Sure. Yep. It does. Yeah. I just think that this this system was a result of them needing to keep a certain capacity, and once you know they're back at full capacity, I just don't I see don't, why they would need a need this. Anymore. I don't think it's that at all. I, I think it's more of a fiscal thing. It's going to save them a ton of money doing this. What? How does this save money? I, I don't. If you know how many people are in the park each day, you know how many people you have to send to work each day. Yeah. Yeah, but they already they already kind of knew that before this no. thing, too. I mean, they knew that based no, on they have to passes o- booked and like that no, kind of. You thing. have to overstack a park. Yeah. When you don't know how many people are going to be there, you have to stack it to capacity at all days, and this is going to cut that down. So I see the I see the fiscal on it for sure. I I don't know. See, I just see see this completely. Do you the think function. anything Disney's doing right now doesn't have to do with money? No, I do, but I mean, I I think they're just trying to avoid again the same situation as as Universal, where you're you're showing up and they're turning you away. I don't I don't think they want that situation. I think it makes more sense to say <laughs> if that gotta... situation saved them money, Tom. They no, wouldn't care. No, listen, I understand. I'm just saying, I, I there's something to be said for experience as well, and I think that they don't want that. But I get what you're saying. But they. Also, we're pretty good before predicting how many people they were going to have show up every day. They, I mean, you can ask a cast member. They every day they would uh, they would uh, have a number that they assumed that they were going to have that day. Now it could it. vary, of course, right? There's variance on that, but, but there's no variance here anymore. No, yeah, you're right. This is, no, this is extremely precise because they know exactly how many reservations they have. And think they about it: if, people if not you show could up, save so. how many cast members per day? I mean, let's just say you could save thirty per park per day. It's a lot of money, man. Yeah, I just yeah. I just feel like they accomplish the exact same thing with fast passes. If they had fast passes in place, they know people are good. Why? They know, I could go I, to a park and not do any fast passes. 
No, but I mean, if you're booking fast passes sixty days out, they, it's a pretty good indicator you're going to show up to that park that day. You know, but like, that's not everybody though. That like, yeah, exactly. like Damon said, you know, there's I, I knew I knew a guy that he he planned his trip like twenty days in advance, and he got some pretty crappy fast passes. For it. <laughs> but but yeah, you know, not not everybody. Like we're not everybody. We're not the, we're not the the full range of people that show up at the park. It, with this reservation system, and I know what you're saying is, you know, well, people cannot show up, but they still have a reservation, which means they've still paid money. Yeah. So, you know, did, at that point, you know, Disney is like, well, we don't care if you don't show up, you know, they. So that's an interesting yeah. question. What, what if you reserve and don't go? I don't think anything really happens at that point. So, I mean, you know, it's, it, it's nothing, nothing happens as far as like, you know, you can't get another reservation. It's, it's more of just like, you know, your tickets might expire by the time. <laughs> By the time it's uh, time for you to uh, use them, you know, because once the those tickets have the limitation on once you use them the first time, they expire. I like forget. 14 uh, days or something. Yeah, it's like, like 15 yeah. days or something like that. So I, I think that's how it works. I'm just saying like that this started because of the pandemic and that it just they have other ways of predicting this very accurately that they, I don't feel like they need this to predict crowd levels. That's all I'm saying. All right. I'll disagree with you, but that's OK. I, I, I think even... <laughs> Even beyond the pandemic, like, you know, like I was saying is, you know, as we get back to normal, things are going to be busier. This is also, sure. this is playing back into that. And this does play back into what Damon's saying around, around fiscal management and all that is that, you know, this gives them a level of control over, they're not just estimating how many people are going to show up and then, you know, having to be on their heels reacting to it. Yeah. They can actually control, you know, for the next couple of years, Hey, we're going to only allow this many people into the parks on yeah. these days. I think if it was 2022, I would agree more with Tom, but I think that the fact that they pushed it so far out, I, I just think it has something to do with other things. Yeah. I mean, it, it definitely could. It's just, it's, you know, I, I kind of look at it as like, you know, maybe they just did that because whatever tech work they needed to do to make that happen, it just was easier to get it done now. And then they can always get rid of it later. I don't know, but it doesn't seem very Disney. No, it, it doesn't. But I, I think it's good to keep your options open because I don't think they know what's going to happen. Right. I think they they hope that they're going to get somewhat back to normal by 2022. But, you know, they right. don't they don't really know. But they could have extended it at that point. Right. If you're looking yeah. at it like that, you just extend it. The fact that it's so far out from jump makes me feel like it's not going to be pulled back. And again, that's fine. But I just that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Yeah, because like everything else, they renew on a yearly. Like we hear about re yearly renewals of things like the DVC lounge, right? So why why is this one special? Why is this one they're already looking at twenty twenty three, right? Yeah, yeah I, I don't know. I mean, could I, I? I just don't see them keeping it in place once they get back to one hundred percent capacity. I just I just don't see it. But. I I think it'll depend more on uh, guest feedback than anything. They, I would say that guests probably don't like this. I mean, <laughs> yeah, and I, I'm going to say that I could see this definitely staying at 100% capacity. I think the way that Disney runs is going to be different. The amount of money lost is so exorbitant that yeah. it is going to take 10 years, is my guess, before we're, we're back to Disney normal. And I think that they will put everything in place to recoup where they can, or not even recoup, but just to kind of cut those things that were overhead for them that they just kind of said, that's just the price of doing business. And I don't think those things will continue to be just the price of doing business. They are going to have tighter purse strings on their books. I mean, it's yeah. I mean, I don't disagree with that. 
Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, again, we're we're all just speculating. We're all guessing, yeah. Yeah. So, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Personal opinion. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I just, I, you know, I, I know some cast members, and I, I've, I know of, you know, they would have these numbers every morning, and they were, like, shockingly accurate how well they could predict, you know, how many people they were going to have in the park, and they were always pretty close, you know? So I, I I just feel like they have other ways of doing it, but I I do think that things are going well, to change. Obviously, it, it, they have the numbers of what's going to come in the park until yeah. it's not. Well, yeah, until it's not <laughs> right until yeah. it's not. Well, and of course, and, and again, you know, knowing my IT background comes in here is that you know you don't just rely on one data source either. Like sure. if they you know if they have a reservation system, they have you know tallying people at the gates. They have a bunch of different metrics that they can they use. Have history, <laughs> yeah, the, you know, you know that gives I them. I think history's out the door now. Yeah, right well, history's now, yeah. out the door for last year, but I mean, they can still use history from previous. When, when, but, once but things get back to uh, outside of Disney, when things get back to normal, yeah, they can potentially start trending that way. But again, normal, like even when everything is said and done here, and and you know restrictions lift. Uh, like in states and stuff, it's still going to be a good year before you see everything go back to normal as you remember it before the pandemic. Sure. So, so what's also interesting is, is that we've also seen a lot more talk of people wanting to stay <clears throat> off site, right? Just in general, just the general chit chatter based on, you know, what is a perceived lack of benefit for staying on site, let's just say. Yeah. Um, I think that with this pent up demand of people wanting to go for people that are not going like myself, as well as the fact that they may get more people staying off site because of just whatever reasons, right? Money or perceived lack of benefit, their numbers are going to be irrelevant for years, right? Like they're just, they don't have no idea what they're going to have number wise. Think about it before that you had decades of numbers that were, you know, pretty accurate based on what trending was. There, There is no trending based on what has happened. And I sure. think that's yeah. why this makes more sense. Yeah, I get that. I'm a numbers guy. I love numbers, right? Like, that's what yeah. I do. Numbers are so. They still know how many tickets they sold, though, too. You know, like, they know how many tickets are sold, too. But th- they know how many tickets are sold, but that number doesn't tell you what park they're going to if you don't that's, get fast. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But fast passes did tell you that usually. But but again, but right? Like, not everybody what if is you just doing aren't that. Fast passing, and, and so fine. Let's take fast passes and just say, okay. Well, I know that I'm going to fast pass again. How I would travel, right? Is that I'm going to fast pass everything I can early in the morning because then that way it allows me to go to another park. So what does that number really tell me? If I don't have a reservation system, where is Damon going next? Well, yeah, that's, I mean, there's going to be variants in that, right? So know. yeah, there's going to be, yeah, there, I mean, there's going to be, but I'm well, sure they build that into that too. <laughs> but but so. what if, what if just everyone decided that they're going to go to Epcot as their second park? Because yeah. that just was the way the wind blew that day. See, yeah, that's what they yeah. can't have. Yeah, that's, that's why they're they doing this because they yeah. can't have that. So Yeah. I know. I, I we have a whole show about this because yeah, right? I'm 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 vehemently disagreeing with Tom, but that's okay. Everyone has an opinion. <laughs> I get what you, I mean. I don't think it's vehement. I feel I feel like you could be a lot worse about it. I just like that <laughs> word, so that word you know, kind of works for me. Yeah, but. that's true. Yeah. All right. Well, let's talk about the fact that uh, that Disney just filed permits for fantastic, fantastic, fantastic. Geez, uh, Beauty and the Beast and Indiana Jones theaters that. I see. I'm I'm reading this as that means they're going to reopen soon, but I I don't know what else that that could actually mean, right? I I don't know. Is this in the rumor section? 
No. Yeah, let's call it a rumor. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that it's, it's... Wait, they filed the permit, so that's not a rumor. That's not a rumor, but... discussing what it could be. The permits are vague, right? So the permits are for general construction. But why for those three things that are closed would they be doing general construction all of a sudden? I don't know. To me, the, you know, kind of like what the the article says is, you know, it's most likely refurbishment. There's probably stuff that they've had on their to-do list for a while that, you know, before the pandemic shut down, they probably knew that they had to do fix-ups in each of these shows. And now that they're closed, they probably had it on a plan for a while to say, hey, when we're getting ready to reopen, we're going to do all these fix-ups. We're going to get everything, you know, back to What if it's tips. just for plexiglass in between rows? Yeah, I hope not. Too. I really yeah. hope not, but that would be awful. It might be. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it could be that. And I mean, but to your point, Trevor, if if they're going to fix this stuff up, why fix it up now unless you're going to reopen it? Well, yeah, that, I mean, that that's exactly it. We, we already have an announcement of the Lion King reopening. So yep. my in my head, I'm seeing this, you know, there's tiered. There's there's probably a tiered plan that they have where they've decided, you know, we're going to open the shows in this order. And this is probably their um, how they're they're doing their preemptive work on that is that they know that, you know, you're probably not going to see anything about these until, you know, maybe the summer, but they're doing all this work now so that when it does open that, you know, everything is back to functioning properly. Right. There's no, uh, because if they opened up, you know, phantasmic and like, certain effects weren't working people are going to call them on it like that well, of that's course, the- <laughs> well and the moat has been drained at phantasmic since the pandemic so since they closed basically there's been no water in the in that whole thing for a while now yeah because well why would you why would you have water right yeah yeah water's corrosive it destroys everything so uh, uh, why, yeah. would you, why wouldn't you have it drained? I don't know. I just look at this and I think to myself, okay, I feel like they're looking at summertime and they're looking at bringing these things back by summer. That's, that's just kind of what I'm thinking. Yeah, I I think that's fair, but uh, um, yeah, I I hope that uh, yeah, I I really hope that you're wrong, Damon. That it's not just plexiglass because it could be, uh, but that means they're going to reopen though, at least. Yeah, yeah, but th- but how uh, you feel like it's going to ruin things? <laughs> yeah, I think it. <laughs> that will. may be the norm for a little bit. Yeah. I know. Yeah, I mean, I'm already preparing myself for my trip, but like going on a lot of these rides with plex- plexiglass in front of my face. So, yeah. you know, that's that's basically what we have to we have to do to go, right? So, I'm I'm gonna be happy to be there. I'm not gonna be happy to see plexiglass in front of my face, but, um, you know, my my big problem is my OCD will kick in, and I'll be like, I wish people would just stop touching the plexiglass because <laughs> God, thumbprints on plexiglass is just the worst. <laughs> I'm assuming they're cleaning them, but. You know. Yeah, let's assume that, but you can tell when people have, <laughs> you know, when there's hand. They're not going to wipe down over. Trevor's perfectly, and it's going to have a streak on it. It will. It will. Out of shape. Yeah. I, I, I do not jive with that. It's so, so Damon. Are, when, when you, when you go to your coworkers' desk, do you touch their monitors when you're pointing at something? Bro, if someone touches my monitors, we might be fighting. Thank you. E- even even in my house. <laughs> Thank like you. My, my wife or my kids will come up and try to point out something on my monitor. I said, "Did you just touch my monitor? Are you crazy?" Yeah. Th- th- this is the same thing. You don't. You d- like stop touching things. <laughs> uh, fair enough. Fair enough. Well, do we I even mean, have to talk about this next one? I feel like it's just. 
I don't even want to talk about it. It's so really? stupid. It's not even worth talking about. I thought it was kind of funny. <laughs> At a high level, the, you're right. The, the fact that, okay. It's just the, so stupid. The fact that somebody stupid, took, that's why it's funny. <laughs> the, the fact that somebody took, took a chip out of a magic band and tried to implant it under their skin is one, ew. Why would you do that? And two, yeah, like th- this is, this is the dumbest thing you could do. And now that Disney has to, you know, put warnings on the magic bands that say, don't do this. Not just one person, Trevor, two people tried it. <laughs> well, that doesn't one make failed feel any and one was successful. Well, so. No, no, both failed. I thought the, I thought the second one was successful. No, no, they're, they're both failures for attempting it. For attempting this. Fair <laughs> enough. I want to know where you find a doctor to do this for you. Uh, that's really what I want to know. But not the good that I want to do it. I'm just like, how, how do you even find someone that will do this for you? There's people do all kinds of crazy, crazy body stuff. modification yeah. stuff. Money and, talks. It's yep. just crazy that they have to even put a label on. I mean, come on, like, you know, let's let's go. Yeah. All right, we're we're going to push yeah, on to the 50th on. anniversary celebration right. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, I want to say first of all though with this, I saw a lot of people in the group were annoyed by this. It's like this is just a preview. It's one thing. They're not going to give you everything at once. They never like, do. Gonna... I mean, what's that? They never do. They they always no. That, you know, they they start with, you know, here's the opening stuff. And then as the year goes on, they'll announce more and more things. I, I remember exactly. even with when when I went to the 60th at uh, Disneyland, it was the same thing as, you know, uh, you know, leading. We, we went about it was about five months into the 60th. And I remembered like initially I was like, oh, they're doing this. They're doing that. And then it was like they they added shows and they added um they added new merchandise and stuff as they food and you know yeah. all that stuff. Like, Isn't yeah. it crazy how people get so excited about lighting? <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I'll count myself as part of that because, like, I, some of the like, I, I think I would agree too with myself. But I just, yeah. it's crazy to me that like, it, it's a fair lighting. observation. You know, we can all yeah. like it, but yeah, it's it's weird how. You know, new lights make a difference. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty. I, I don't know if you guys looked at the lights for Spaceship Earth, but I'm psyched about those lights. It looks. I awesome. want to see them. I do want to see Spaceship. Yeah, Earth. it's just it's yeah. crazy. Yeah, it is funny that we get excited. You're you're totally right, Damon. It's it's weird that we all get excited about lights, <laughs> but um, I thought the 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 light package that they're doing for Spaceship Earth is, looks cool. I like that they're gonna. It's gonna be permanent. I like so. the Tower of Terror one. To be honest with you, the Tower of Terror one is very cool too. Yeah. Yeah, that especially since that, that that's like the park icon now because you know it yeah. was the ear hat for a while it was earful t- tower and now they basically tower of terror is kind of the kind of the uh, the the place that they they it's, they it's uh, the make highest it. point that they can yeah. make a, a monument yeah exactly it's like their their yeah. focal point of the of the park so yeah no that one looks cool I mean I like what they're doing with like the tree of life stuff too I mean this it all looks really cool I I'm a big fan of the projections I I'm a big fan I, I mean of it's so funny because it probably doesn't cost all that much but it's like this huge to do yeah. <laughs> That's that's definitely true. It probably doesn't cost them that much to do. Although I'm sure those uh, whatever uh, bulbs they have to put in those things probably cost a fortune every time they got to replace them, right? But um, you know, maybe they're just pixel lights and they can just yeah, whatever they, they just want do it that yep. way. Yeah, maybe. I mean, yeah, maybe. If, they, if they've gone from bulbs to LEDs, then 
Yeah. Well, these are projections, though. So these are right. So these are projectors. Yeah, but that but using, the so, but yeah. it, it depends on what the projectors are using. So it, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, old bulbs and projectors cost you know hundreds and thousands of dollars, whereas you can now get. But even that is such a nominal fee when you talk yeah. about over the course of a year, right? Yeah, of course. True. Yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah that versus you know what they used to spend the, ca- you know, the, the cake. Yeah. The, well, I was going to say you know th- think about the old uh, Main Street Electrical Parade like. How many bulbs were on those floats, right? <laughs> oh, God, I can't even imagine trying to check all those. Uh, <laughs> but we should mention, by the way, they did announce that this is going to be an 18-month celebration. Oh, that that's was so stupid. You this like is... that it's going to be 18 months? It's 18 months. Is it? Is it really a 50th anniversary celebration, though? Oh, I mean, no. I think it just gives more people the opportunity to take part in the celebration, right? That's all. Yeah, and again, no different than what they did at Disneyland for the 60th. Day. Why not just have it three years then? Why not just have it every day forever? <laughs> well, Why don't they well, celebrate the well, 50th in- until they get to the 60th? Well, well, you know, Damon, if you go to the Crystal Palace every day is Friendship Day. That's true. <laughs> what? Oh my gosh. <laughs> you don't know this, it's Tom? A, it's such a cop-out. It's <laughs> such a fiscal thing. See, again, as this comes down, that's a fiscal thing. 18 months. I mean, I get it, but I mean, I just think it's more, well, yeah, because it's a, listen, this is all a marketing thing to get people to come to the parks, right? I mean, that's all it is. So they're going to stretch it as long as they can. If anyone gets gear from 51st and pans it off as 50th, it's the same thing as going two weeks after and saying it's your birthday. So what you're saying, Damon, is that you can only buy 50th anniversary stuff if you buy it during, from October 1st, 2021 to October 1st, 2022. Right? Yeah, it's kind of what I'm saying. Okay, so anytime after that, it doesn't count anymore. <laughs> doesn't count now. Now here's yep. the big question: Can you buy it from outside of the park? And I think I'm gonna I'm gonna go with a yes. I know there was a yeah. lot of people that said no, but I mean, it's still the 50th anniversary. Just because you're not there, you're still celebrating it. I'm gonna say that's allowed. I, I think it's allowed. I I also feel that again because of how this particular lead up has worked for the 50th. You know, it, they would really be doing themselves a disservice by not selling this merchandise outside of the park. No, no, I'm just, and I'm just saying, at the same level as the golden button, I, I give the give a pass to buying it outside of the park, which seems very unlike me. But I just feel like you can. I think yeah. this is this is yeah. a you can. It, it's it's different. A lot of people made this akin, right? To you can't buy. Um, right? Who who said was it? Our group or another group that said you can't buy a band T-shirt. You know, concert Wait, T-shirt. If you, you didn't, didn't go, go to, to the if concert, you didn't go to concert. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I just think this is a little different, though. No, I agree. I think this is different. And and just so everybody knows, so the only thing they've announced so far are these kind of projections that they're going to do on the different park icons. Uh, and the Epcot one is going to be permanent. The rest, it looks like they're going to be fairly temporary. But and then the only other thing they released at this time are new outfits for Mickey and Minnie, and then some Which of the. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and like the, they're going with this. They coined a new term called iridescent. Uh, to to be what the <sighs> guests are going to see. Sigh, lay sigh. You don't like the iridescent thing? No. <laughs> that they that that's trying too hard for the pun. Like exactly. I, I appreciate a good pun, but it's got to work. You can't like force it. Yeah, I, I get it. But uh, listen, this is just a preview. This is the first thing. There's going to be a lot more things that they're going to release throughout this year that are going to be, uh, you know. So, what so officially it's October to October, huh? Yeah, October 1st, uh, 2021, would uh, it would be the 50th, yeah. And then, but is it a year or is it the fiscal year? No, it's 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 a year. I mean. No, no, I know it's 18 months, so it doesn't yeah, even yeah. count. But I'm yeah. saying in my head, 
is that anniversary has to be the whole until like the next October. It's not fiscal year, right? No, no. Yeah, I okay. think it's still. Yeah. Like, it might change my mind on the, on the gear. It, it's it's going to depend. I don't right know now, if I really want to change your mind on that. I, I think I'm okay right now. With I'm that. saying the gear is appropriate to buy if you don't go to the park. But you know, maybe I might have some thoughts on that after because it kind of goes against my whole button theory, and I don't like it. it. Does it does? It, it, but I feel like it's different. But I can't say why, just a gut feeling it's different. And I don't know if my gut is enough to make that work against what I would consider a total travesty of the birthday situation. It, it feels it, inconsistent for you, but I think you're, you're inconsistent. Fact, yeah, you're, it's, you're factoring in the fact that not everybody's going to be able to get to the parks within the next year and a half, you know, because of various things, it, right? A year, because I don't consider anything after okay, that October so date you're, valid you're, anyway. <laughs> You're factoring that not everybody's going to be able to get to the parks between October 1st and October 1st. And I think that's generous of you to to, to allow that. Yeah, but again, that whole concert t-shirt kind of weighs in heavily on me as well. I don't... I, it, like, why is it different? It is different in my gut, but why? Is it because it's a milestone anniversary? It's a lot more yeah. expensive to get to Disney than it is. No, to it's not. It's not a money thing. Is it because it's an anniversary and not necessarily? I guess yes, because you could respect an anniversary yeah. without necessarily, like when you have a concert. To, you know, you have to really be at that concert and listen to the music. I guess you can just respect the Disneyness. You can re- you and- can celebrate the the anniversary without actually physically being there. Or, or it's yeah, like, you know, I, I you know, when a so. band releases, you know, when they re-release. I don't feel good about this, though, everybody. I don't feel good about this. I, I might have to I might have to think on this some more. <laughs> it's not making me feel good inside. Trevor, <laughs> what were you saying? I, I was going to, well, one I was going to say is, is this like when a band, you know, re-releases an album or, you know, does like the reunion tour? And, you know, even though you not everybody goes to the reunion tour, you still like support the band? <sighs> I don't know. I just it's it's a concert t-shirt I think says that you were there. I don't know if a 50th anniversary says you were there or you just acknowledge it. I think that's the difference. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's a t- it's a tough one, Damon. It's a tough one. I I I'm, this, I'm okay with it. I'm I'm okay with it. This really is. This might have to be revisited again. He's going to have to think about this. Yeah, well, He's going to this is going to bother him for the next week until we talk again. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about all that, but <laughs> I did have some some trip news, but I'm just going to hold it till next time cuz it's too it's too much. Okay. Can can we just quickly talk about the colors that they showed for the new outfits? I'm I I'm, like ho- them. I'm I hoping like- that the merch follows those same color patterns. I actually I do like it regardless of the iridescent. Yeah, I, I like it too, and I think it is going to follow that because the logo looks like that, right? Like the fiftieth yeah. logo has that kind of like cool like color. Sorry, Damon, what were you going to say? Feels classy. Yeah. It is. It's very classy, right? Yeah, I like. I like going to sell that fiftieth button that Mickey has. Oh, the like the cool uh, like bejeweled. the yeah with the bejeweled thing. I don't know, maybe. Yeah, I, yeah. If I could get that, that would that would be really nice. That's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> what would you do with it though? That's true. I'm starting to get to the point in my house where, like, I'm I'm running out of spots for stuff. So I don't know. Again, I, I Tom, Trevor, and myself were talking about another very interesting topic prior to the show, but I don't necessarily want to talk about it until I get a little bit further into it. Yeah, I didn't want to bring it up because I no, because if it doesn't pan out, it just yeah. seems like yeah, yeah. Stay tuned. <laughs> but uh no i i think these outfits are pretty cool man like uh the mickey's jacket's got like the castle like on it with fireworks going over i mean they, they look cool and i like the colors the colors are 
are cool and the logo is cool too I, i'm 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 seriously wanting to get some of this merch when it comes out so and I'll, I will go, Damon. I will go and buy it. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm- See, now that you said that, now I'm taking. I might have to just take everything back. Why? Because I'm saying I'll go and get it. <laughs> yeah. Now, what if I want to get it? Now I have to. And Tom just kind of called me out on that. I don't know. Yeah. Because what if you want some of the gear, man? Like, and you can't. See, you don't make it next year. Th- th- the difference is, does Disney Springs count? I believe it does. Yeah, Disney Springs counts. That's it's still on the resort. Right? It's still in the yeah. pool. I'm the sort of person that like. I'll go down there and drive down there 10 hours there, go buy some stuff and drive 10 hours back just so I can then say that I was there. Yeah. That seems a very much thing for me to do. That counts. Yeah. If if I could find a reasonably cheap flight to do something similar, I would too, but (laughs) it just doesn't work. (laughs) That's good. Yeah. That's a little tougher for you, but (laughs) I I can't justify spending, you know, 500 plus dollars on travel expenses than to go and buy you know, just just. I mean, ten for- hours would still probably cost me close to two bills. I would think. I well, d- listen. I might be taking a solo trip in November, like a legit solo trip, and and meeting uh, some friends down there. Uh, almost a in almost kind of a guys trip in a weird. Way. I don't. Yeah, I don't believe but in those. So. I know you don't, but <laughs> um, but my wife can't get off of work because it's the middle of the school year, and this is when my friend is going, and I never get. Yeah, to Yeah, then see the right thing job. to do is just to stay home. Sorry, Tom. <laughs> I actually wasn't gonna go. My wife has been encouraging me to encourage. Yeah, me, so. encouraging you and a yeah. Go ahead, Tom. You go ahead. No, I. I is, <laughs> she brought the idea up to me. She actually knew yeah, about this I'm trip sure before she did. I did. So I'm sure she did. You, you know, when 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 my son was younger, my wife did that to me too, where she would push me out of the house because she was like, "You still need to have a social life, and you need to, you know." have a little bit of time away from your family. So I, I, I can understand where your wife is coming from. Well, it's it's one of my best friends in the world. His wife is dragging him to Disney. He's not into Disney at all. And I never get to but see his him. Wife he is going? So, so you're definitely third wheeling this then is what you're saying. No, no, no. Well, my other best friend's probably going to go too. So we're going to, we're going to, and you're going to double third wheel. Yeah, so <laughs> no, no, we're going to separate him from his wife and make him have him, you know, we're not going to go for the, their whole trip just for a couple days and try to, you know, get him to have a good time doing other things. So. I'm going to six wheel it. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. I don't know. What, I don't know what we're doing yet. So we'll, we'll figure it out. But <laughs> anyway, all right, let's wrap up. I yeah. we're good okay so unless you guys have anything else you want to talk about yeah let's wrap this up yeah, let's wrap it up yeah we, right. we we've had more than enough time today so um <laughs> as, as we've mentioned you know you know we we've obviously we had a, a listener question today that came into us via email so if you guys do want to email us you know make sure you you contact contact us at welcome home podcast at gmail.com we we do love hearing from you guys and uh um Ashley you know uh like we said earlier in the episode um we would like to maybe hear a little bit more information on on your question so you know we can uh try and further that discussion outside of the email address if uh you want to reach us on Facebook you can find us as welcome home podcast and uh, uh also if uh you want to join the Facebook group it's called the welcome home disney waitlist we've got more and more people joining there every day, and it still amazes me how fun and cool the group is and how much, you know, people are just always very, you know, it's very positive, it's very fun, and, uh, you know, people are all on the same wavelength as us, I think, which is... which is uh, Drama-free. Yeah, it, yeah, we, we, we don't like the drama, and yeah. One follows know. the rules in the group, and nobody tries to do anything... 
that they're not supposed to be doing. So yeah, it's great. So, so yeah, you know, c- come hang out there with us if uh, if you want to get in on it. Uh, also, if uh, you want to follow our YouTube channel, you can find us as Welcome Home Podcast. Anytime we do live episodes, you'll see those get posted on there if you happen to miss them on Facebook. And if you want to follow us on Instagram, you can find us as Welcome Home Picks. Uh, and then if uh, after all of that, if you decide that, you know, hey, you really need a T-shirt or you need a mug that, you know, happens to say Welcome Home Podcast on it, make sure you go to store.welcomehomepodcast.com and uh pick up some stuff uh there's also masks too so if you're if you're in need of some masks going down to the park we do have masks there so give them a try i'm gonna buy those for my trip yeah exactly and, and then uh yeah no no one will know it's you tom that's that's kind of the plan i'm just gonna you know go incognito and uh with, with, with the with the podcast logo on on your uh on your mask <laughs> not that anybody knows me it knows anyway yeah. i mean it's not you know like we're famous over here so <laughs> yeah exactly. nobody knows i mean i guess some people know what it looks like but you know we'll see we'll see and, and outside of that if you guys uh you know if you're listening on itunes or spotify or any of those services uh please leave us a review we we do get a lot of great reviews from you guys we do read them but it also helps more people find the podcast because it actually makes us more visible on those services yeah, please do that. And uh, don't forget to subscribe to Welcome Home Podcast so you can be reminded every time we release a new episode. You can find us, uh, you can find our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, T- TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, any place you can find podcasts. You can find us. Just search for Disney, DVC, Welcome Home. You'll find us pretty quickly. Uh, just a reminder to our listeners Welcome Home Podcast is for entertainment only. We are not employed by the Walt Disney Company. And as such, any and all opinions we express on the show are our own. So please consult a DVC representative or Disney representative uh, for more information about anything we talked about today um you know big thanks to uh dvc uh, rental store really appreciate their sponsorship and their support please check them out if you're looking to uh you know try to rent some dvc and uh and, and save a lot of money uh join us next time for more disney parks discussion of course more dvc talk we hope to see you all real soon this is skipper albert a wall the voice of the jungle signing off from welcome home podcast on the dvc do a hug when we hit a chair. How she can cuddle is no man's affair. I looked around from pole to pole, found her in a sugar.